Whether it's talk about the state of hockey. Just conversing about the world of professional wrestling. Oh my God! Trip, you know what? You just made the list. Oh no! Oh, here we go. Or other pop culture phenomenon. Rob and Dave give you, the listener, their uncensored opinions on the High Sticks and Super Kicks podcast. The first period starts. Right now. episodic podcast of the High Sticks and Super Kicks podcast. Rob and Dave. Hola. Spitting on some hockey and some pro wrestling. Because you know, High Sticks and Super Kicks podcast, you're home for the perfect blend. Your weekly, longest <coughs> weekly episodic show about hockey and wrestling. In history. Of a hockey and wrestling <laughs> podcast genre. The history of podcasts. <laughs> this is the longest episodic no. wrestling hockey combined. There you go. Podcast. Much, much, much better. We have been niched so far in the corner for this. There's no way of getting out of but it. But it's awesome because if you search hockey, we show up. If you search wrestling, we show up. And if you search hockey slash wrestling, bang, number one on the block. Really? I don't know. I just made that up. Okay. But you just fucked that up. <laughs> oh, I, I bought that line and sinker. It's not how, like, it's not if you're right, it's how confident you say it. Of course. Wow, you could blow. I could become president. You could fucking. <laughs> <laughs> you could blow smoke up my ass any day, man. I'll believe it. That was convincing. Holy shit. Wow. Taco Bell's good for you. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Cleans you up. Oh, that's, that's for another show. That's. <laughs> You're just you're like a comedian. You're working your material from something else. <laughs> Tell me about Pop Tarts. You open the bag. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Brian Regan. All right, hockey there's, and wrestling. There's directions. <laughs> there's something we can do. Brian Regan doing hockey. No. The commentator. Oh, here's a guy with a puck. <laughs> Isn't that in the urinal? Who, <laughs> Robin? No. <laughs> no, folks, we did not drink alcohol this week. <clears throat> but, um, all right, a little crease to crease segment. Not too much going to go on there because, well, there's 13 games left in the season. Thank God. <clears throat> yeah. Talk- I think they sit in the locker room looking at their phone going, what's the weather <laughs> like in the Bahamas right now? <laughs> yeah. Wait, let me do a 10-day forecast. <laughs> Ten day, yeah. <laughs> which which weather app are you using, Mirko? <laughs> I'm using the uh the the totally just the iPhone. Yeah. So we have 13 games left in the season. Um I'm sure the next two, two and a half weeks worth of shows there won't be much specific devil's talk. I saw something on uh social media, I forget who 
Pope put it out there. I think it might have been all about the jersey, but they're like, Devils have 13 games left in the season. How many wins do you give them? I respond. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I responded back and I, I said, give them six to eight of those 13. If it's up in the eight or higher, it's simply because the Devils end up being that trap game team. If you don't know what a trap game is, we're looking for, you know, two weeks ahead or two games ahead and just, eh, fuck it, you know, it's the Devils. They suck. What are, you know, what are you going to do next? Or we play spoiler. Which is the other half of it. So th- that six to eight games, I think you're. Is fucking, it way too much? Yeah, you're. Even six? First of all, we have the worst road record in the league. I think we've only won like six games on well, the road. Well, and we're starting that West Coast slash. <laughs> exactly. Are, we, so are you going to say There's three up? losses. Okay. <laughs> So now we're down to 10. Now we're down to 10 games. <laughs> All right. You, you really think we're going to get blown? Or we're going to go 0 3 on a, on a West Coast trip? Uh, I think we will go. You know, one win. 0 2 and 1. Who are you going to tie? Or we're going to lose in overtime, I would guess, to like. Vancouver. Yeah. Because who do we play? Edmonton, Vancouver, Calgary? Calgary tonight is going to smoke us. Did they smoke us the last game when they were in yes. our place, I think? Yes. With Johnny Goudreau. Yeah. Um, they're going to smoke us. Edmonton. Let's see. If we play them and we're not going to play them t- tomorrow, we'll probably play them on, what, Thursday? Let me go whip out my <clears throat> I would say here. that Edmonton is going to be a close game, but we'll lose like 4-2. And then we'll go in and play Vancouver on Saturday, like Hockey Night in Canada, and we'll lose in overtime. We'll shoot up. Oh, and then... S- uh, well, here, here's what we got going into next week, right? We got Calgary tonight. We got Edmonton tomorrow night. <clears throat> yep, we're not winning back to back, especially. We no. got Friday at Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Then we got. Then we're home. Yep, and I feel bad because Corey's actually playing well, and you know to talk about the games that we played this week. I don't really remember the Caps game. I just know that we lost. Yeah, it was it was it was another one of those like gritty games where it was like we lost by one or two, but that second goal kind of was like an empty netter, so it didn't count. But like the Ranger game, you know, yeah, we were up two nothing. It was two one, I think, at the end of the first. Yeah, because they scored one right at the end, and then it was two two. But we had given up like twenty one shots in the second period, and we only got two. Well, you can't keep doing that and expect Corey to, you know, stop it. Right. And then the third period came and we lost 4-2. So, I mean, if you ask me, of the 14 games we have left, if we were to win three, I think that would be what's best for us. And and if you look at our roster, I saw a funny picture on Twitter, and it was a picture from, like, two years ago. Right. And it's Rooney, Coleman, uh, some, two other guys that are currently on the Devils, and he's like, "Oh, who knew I was watching the Devils two years ago in Binghamton?" <laughs> yeah, like it's. I mean, at this point, Hall shouldn't come back. They're saying Brett, if he plays, he's going like to play one or like, two games. Don't bother for for Brett. I don't think it matters. I think for Hall, for him, it's more mental. It's yeah. like let me just get on the yeah. ice one game and no, yeah. it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Just you know, Palmieri. Palmieri's obviously fucking banged up. And and Hall's was just the scope of a knee, right? Like that's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. But you know, they could just. You'll find out at the end of the season that he had fucking reconstructive <laughs> knee surgery. 
Um, and there was still a possibility of him coming back yeah. by the end of the year. Yeah. But you sit them. Like, it's it's not worth it. It's not worth it right now. And, you know, people are going to say, oh, the Devils are tanking. They're, you know, they're, look, they're sitting everybody. We're not sitting anybody. We're legitimately hurt. We, we've brought up half of our Binghamton team. We're doing okay. You just you don't have the experience enough. To you don't win. have the experience and the skill right now. We're we're essentially a minor league team playing against NHL teams that are fighting for their playoff life. So let me ask you a question. Going on on this whole thing, a lot of stuff that I've seen come up on the social is, you know, we look at how crappy this team is. How the hell did Shiro give um, Hines a two year extension? It's not I, his fault. It's it's like blaming a McDonald's cook. For, for fucking for, for a shitty burger, like, well, look what you're giving me, you right. know, like I, I, you're giving me a microwavable burger with fucking cheese that's already on it and pickles and everything. It's not like I'm at a diner where I'm making you, you know, the burger to your specifications. It's, and that's what Heinz is. Heinz is basically a cook right now with shitty ingredients. So it's it's misplaced anger where it should be more. It's, it's somebody wanting to blame somebody. It's the scapegoat theory. Who can we blame for this team being so shitty? You're not going to blame the players. Well, they're trying hard. Yeah, they are and they're not at times. Oh, well, then we got to blame the coach because he puts the players on the ice. Well, then the, why don't you blame the fucking GM who puts Put the, the players, players on the team? Right, for them to put on the ice. You right? know, like... Sometimes you're just dealt a shitty hand. You can't win every, you know, not everybody gets a trophy kind of feeling. Like, mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're not, they're not a good team right now. I can, I could I look at, I guess, what Shira wants to do culture-wise on the team, and I think that's what, everybody's bought into the theory of what, what this team wants to be. They just haven't executed it. It's not like they're going out there and getting blown out 6 nothing every game and you right. know it's over within the first two minutes. If it's over in the first two minutes for the next 13 games, Heinz does not make the end of the season or he doesn't make it next year. Some players on our team have the skill to play the way Heinz wants to play. Some players on our team have the hockey IQ to play the way Heinz plays. And some of our players work hard the way he wants Heinz it. wants us to play. The problem is we don't have enough players that put all of those tools together the, the, in the, one. The Miles Wood cookie cutter. I mean, you get past Nico, you get past Hall, you get past Palmieri. Yep, that's about it. And everybody after that, yeah, you know, Zajac's got some good skill, but he doesn't, ha- he doesn't work hard as we'd like him to. He's got a high IQ, but he doesn't work as hard. And then you look at Miles Wood. He works hard, but he, and he's got, a little bit of skill, but he doesn't have any IQ. Like it's it's all of these ingredients, but we're not making enough. I, I don't know how to put it. Like it's not Heinz's fault that he can't take all of these mixed ingredients. Of, Snap his finger and go. And your hockey players. Right. And then somebody will You're turn around player. and go. Well, what about last year? Last year was luck. Mm-hmm. It was Hall having his career year. Palmieri. Being you a, know, a support, good supporting Kincaid's cast. stealing us games that he shouldn't have. Um, you know, we were riding a high emotion of Nico being Nico and, and whatnot. But we had guys that were having, like, like Wood was having a fucking career year. Well, guess what? We all know that you're just going to go down the boards and fire a shot on net, and that's it. Like, you don't pick corners. You're not, you know, 
Right. And now you're a year later with relatively the same team, and the other team just went, all right, look, Hall's going to just take just take him wide. Take him wide, and he'll skate right into the corner. Right. You know, and Or he's going to pull up, and he's going to look for a trailer, Nico, or he's going to look for Palmieri. Like, you can't keep playing. You can't keep doing the same thing as a player and expect the same results over and over and over and over and over. You can't keep going to the same move. Is, is that not the sign of hockey insanity or the definition it's, of yeah, hockey it insanity? Is. And it's, it's sometimes it's IQ. It's hockey IQ. Like some players know that I can't keep doing that. Taylor Hall, I'm not saying he's dumb, but as far as hockey IQ goes, if, if I can see it as a fan and as someone who – obviously has never played as much you know skill wise as him but how come he can't see it right like how come he can't see all right i'm gonna go down the boards and i'm gonna hit the brakes here all right fine that works the first time but now the next time you go and do that that defenseman knows you're gonna do it so do something else take him wide take the shot from there wind up i can't tell you last time i saw taylor hall take a slap shot wind up and you know what take the fucking shot if the defenseman steps up and gets in the way he won't do it the second time when you yeah, wind up. He's gonna duck. <laughs> I just don't get it. You gotta, you gotta be creative, and at times we're not. We don't cycle the puck anymore. We don't. So, is it? Do you think it's a mix of more? It, it, it it's like a smorgasbord of, of a team. You have, you have your high skilled players, you have your medium players, and you have your low level players, and it just hasn't, like this season. A rash of injuries, not to give it as an excuse, but you don't get rhythm, you don't get confidence, no. you don't get anything else. So you, you can't get something rolling. Other than the first, what, four games? We haven't really had a full team. We haven't had, and even then we really didn't, because what's-his-name was hurt? Corey. Right. <clears throat> so we never, we haven't had our full team the whole year. I'd be interested to see at the end of the year if we're one of those teams that has the highest man games lost. Due to injury. Oh, I'm sure we do. I'm sure we're up there. Simply look at the past two weeks of, of our IR list is Yeah. I mean, and Hall's only played thirty games, so he's missed the last forty something games, thirty something games. So given given the next thirteen games, you say if you reach three, that'd be a, if we a reached, milestone. If we if we were to reach three games, I think it would be what's best for the team. It'd be what's best for business. <laughs> So you're not necessarily on that tank. I'm officially off the tanking boat simply because of what we have out there. You, you you can't do anything better than your best considering that you have Binghamton guys playing against guys with a shit ton of experience. Right, it's- but if we're going to tank, fuck it. Why win eight games and go from being the third worst team to, like to the fourth them. worst team? Yeah. Like what what are we what's our motivation? If if I'm in that locker room and I don't want to sound like a fucking Debbie Downer, like if I'm like a guy like Palmieri who, you know, played in the playoffs with Anaheim and us, and like if I'm Nico who's 20 years old, what's my motivation right now? I'm not going to win any individual awards. We're not going to make the playoffs. You know your roster's set for next season. So you know I'm on the, right. You know I'm on the roster next year. Like, what's my motivation? And you could say, oh, well, they're professionals. And da, 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 da. Yeah, but you're getting paid, in Nico's case, hundreds of thousands of dollars to play hockey, whether you win or lose. Mm-hmm. These guys are motivated by 
individual and team success. And right now, we've lost the last six games. Most of our team is hurt. Nobody's going to be up for any sort of team award or player, individual player award. Like league award kind of thing. Right. So what's my motivation? And that's what's rough about us. I mean, the guys on Ottawa right now are just trying to prove a point. You know, L.A., like... Like, Jonathan Quick, what's my fucking motivation? I have two Stanley Cups. Yeah. It, yeah. You know, I, I'm every you time, at, every first and 15th of the month, I look in that bank account, ka Like, <laughs> I live in L.A. I, I go to practice. Oh, man, it's tough. And then I walk out in flip-flops and go walk to the beach. After an hour of practice. Right. Like, wh- what's my motivation to fucking try hard? I'm not making the playoffs. Oh, what, to spoil another team's? Oh, way to go. Most of these guys were all friends, so. Yeah. What do you, what do you have joking right on your? Yeah. Oh, way to go. We fucking knocked you out, huh? Oh, great. <laughs> we're we're on the same golf course together. So there you have it. A little a little peppering of our of our oh. Devils team, but it's not just the Devils. The team. It's all non playoff teams. Like even the Rangers got to be the same way. Like what's what's Lundqvist's motivation right now? If I'm Lundqvist, I'd be like, I think I'll I'd... play every fourth day. <laughs> I think a lot of people and even Ranger fans are like Lundqvist should have simply just turned around and goes, just trade me. I well, just stay, just, tuned, stay tuned. I think for next week, I said just that. trade me because I mean, come on, we're Devils fans, okay? So we hate the Rangers. I would rather Lundqvist go to fucking Columbus and, and potentially have a playoffs run than than sit in New York going, hi, I'm I'm the I'm the yeah, I'm the only pretty much recognizable player on this team. Hi, how are you? Yep. <clears throat> doesn't do anything for him. He's, you know. It's the greatest goal. He never win the Stanley Cup right now. On to some NHL news and notes. A lot of it happened within the re- recent day or hours, pretty much. Uh, Gabriel Landeskog, out four to six weeks with an upper body. Yep. Is Colorado in the playoffs? Nope. Nope. Did they pretty much lose a yep. shot at getting in the playoffs? Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Speaking of playoffs, the Ottawa they're, Senators. Are they're the buffalo of the... Uh, West Coast. Buffalo, the West Coast? Yep. Bills or Sabres? Sabres. Oh, like, okay. They came out hot. They were fucking fire, and everyone's like, wow, the resurgence yeah. of the avalanche. And then, yeah. and then and an now, avalanche happened. Yeah. <laughs> Come in. Nice pun. <laughs> Thank you. Ottawa Senators mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. That's all right. We shouldn't laugh because we're like, we're, we're like next. <laughs> we're like a road trip away from being in the same boat. How, how could we be so bad and still not be eliminated mathematically? Like, well, mathematically, let's see what <laughs> there's 14 games left. So if we were to win every game, that's 28 points, <laughs> right? I'm sorry, and then, I laughed. Right, we're, 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 that's like what, like second wild card, probably, right? And then every other team above us would have to like <laughs> lose every lose. Game. So that's how we're not mathematically eliminated. That's why it's mathematically, not like fucking virtually. We are virtually, <laughs> virtually eliminated. Eliminate, yeah, I think we were virtually eliminated a while ago, about a month ago. Um, but the Ottawa Senators did get one positive note. They signed undrafted forward Max Vernier <laughs> to an entry. <laughs> yeah. Which apparently he was with the Devils in the um, in our rookie camp. And <clears throat> yeah, because he uh, went to Princeton. Uh, that's our that's our pipeline, right? Princeton. Well, he went to Princeton, so they figured. They always need players to fill out training camp rosters. So who's the closest? So who's a kid that we can... And they have to pay for themselves to get there. Oh, okay. Like, and the only thing I think the Devils or the the team 
<clears throat> pays for is uh, insurance. Gotcha. So they invite a bunch of players. I think like uh, Fitzgerald's kid mm-hmm. before he was drafted was there like as a training camp thing. And he was one of the guys because he's at Princeton. So they, he went to class and then came. Took, took a bus ride. Yeah. <clears throat> so apparently over 25 teams expressed an interest in signing him. I'm sure we were one of them, but. Yep. But hey, he there's a, there was a couple of college kids that signed today. All yeah. the college players that were eliminated. Yeah, from from uh, from their college playoffs. Uh, Kevin DeHaan injured out indefinitely with a right eye injury. Apparently, he did the uh, what? What was his name out in Arizona that we traded for? Grabner. He Grabnered. Yeah. Hurricanes are optimistic he'll have a normal recovery without restrictions of his ability to play hockey. I mean, Brian Berard lost his fucking eye. When Hosa hit him with the stick back in the day, and Berard came back and played, so to a point there could be one of those. It's nasty right now. In a month from now, it's like, oh, okay, well, it wasn't that bad. Uh, news came out of apparently you uh, you let our uh, Twitter feed HSK podcast uh, know that the Federal Hockey League pulled its referees due to apparent physical abuse and assaults. <laughs> Yeah, the story went, and it was the owner. So this was the Federal League. Now, those of you that have watched Slapshot. <clears throat> Go on. Those of you know that it Were was Were you the, hinting at something? Yeah. <laughs> like what? The Federal League was where the team from Slapshot played. And, you know, it's basically. The Chiefs? The, the Chiefs, yes. Way to go. Um, it It's where. Hope goes to die. <laughs> yeah, what did you put in here? <laughs> I, I texted you. You said, what's the Federal League? Yeah. And I, I said, it's some kind of Russian league. I said, it's the last ditch of Hope League <laughs> for players who think that they can go play professionally. How close are you to being in that league? <laughs> that that far, huh? Yeah, but like these are guys that if they get paid at all, they get paid like Two hundred bucks a week. They have to have a day job. And yeah, have a you, beer most league. of yeah. It's it, it's basically a paid, glorified men's league. So it's almost like the the women's league, kind of like they have their nine to five Monday to Friday, and then they have their league games on the weekends, kind yeah. of thing. So yeah, yeah, it's probably that. So I I don't remember the teams that were playing, but uh, I guess the home team uh, a goal was call, uh, called for the away team. The away team scored. It was under review. The refs called it a goal. And it was the end of the first period. And the teams had gotten off the ice. And the refs were going to get off of the ice. And the team owner of the home team was in the tunnel waiting. The Elmira enforcers. Yeah. And was pushing the ref, like arguing and screaming at the ref and pushing the ref onto the ice. And the ref you know, tried to get around them, and then the guy continued to two-hand push him back onto the ice. The refs got out onto the ice and called the game and got off the ice, and the league, uh, the all of the refs basically are in a union and refuse to ref games The rest like of the league games, yeah. Yep. And now, I mean, we're based in New Jersey, and I know personally that the same kind of thing happened except it was apparent. And it was after a game and the the refs, you know, it was a close game. And the refs were in their locker room changing and a parent had come down into the ref's locker room and, and started a fight. Wow. 
right here in New Jersey, down the shore. Right, right here. Everything is all right. Right here in down the shore, New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Thumb up. <laughs> Some hockey refs got in a fire. Fucking David Springsteen's back, folks. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's sad. I mean, I uh, don't get me wrong. I've You've I've said share. some horrible okay. things but to that's, refs. But that's saying. As a player, not oh. as a coach. Oh, okay. Not as a coach, but as a player, I've said some. Like, it's 11 o'clock at night, and you're making bullshit calls. And, like, I don't want to fucking be here. If you don't want to be here, don't ref the fucking games. Like, if you're not going to call anything or you're going to call everything, like, these guys, most of us just want to go out there, skate competitively, have a couple of beers in the parking lot and go home. But meanwhile, you're fucking calling, like, nitpicking shit. I mean, the story I could tell about me and a ref was we played a men's league game up in the middle of fucking nowhere in like by action park. So out like in Vernon, New Jersey. Wow. And this is a men's league, not the high school. And we had seven guys, <laughs> a goalie, one extra defenseman, wow. one extra forward. Oh, wow. And so were you guys like coving and skating the red line the whole game? And like? I don't have a problem playing that way. Like I love playing like that. Like sure. I never got off the ice. Like I played, mm-hmm. I'd play the whole game. I'd go from forward to defense, back and forth. So my strategy to this was every time I get the puck for the first two periods, I'm just going to ice it. And then I'll save my energy for the third period. Okay. So every time I got the puck, I would ice the puck. Was this a strategy your teammates were accepting of? They could care less. Okay. So that was your own personal goal. I kept icing the puck. Icing the puck. The ref turned to me on a faceoff and said, if you ice the puck, I'm going to give you a penalty. And I turned to him and I said, show me in the rule book where me icing the puck. And he's like, it's a delay of game. I was like, I'm not shooting it over the glass. It's like, just because you want to go home? So he goes, I'm going to give you a penalty. So fucking guy (laughs) on my team wins the faceoff clean to me. And I just flip the puck into an icing. He goes, you got two minutes for delay of game. So I go in the box and I'm sitting there in the box and I'm like, if this guy's going to do this to me, what can I do to scare him? To scare him? Oh, my God. So I come out of the box. Puck comes to me. I blatantly turn my body to look at the ref <laughs> and fire the puck at him. I don't hit him. Like, I hit right behind the boards, and it goes around them. But he goes, you're gone. Out of the game. I was like, for what? I'm trying to clear the zone. It's fucking dangerous here. It's like, you as a ref, you're in the wrong position. He goes, you're gone. I was like, all right, I got to go home. (laughs) Needless to say, we lost. And then I had to write a letter to the league commissioner explaining the situation. And I wrote, if I wanted to hit him, I would have hit him. (laughs) That was my explanation. Did you you write it in blood, too? I said, if I wanted to hit him, I would hit him. The problem was, is years later, being a coach for a high school team, this guy refed high school games. Did did he remember you? Yeah. So I knew not to say anything. I kept my mouth shut. I kept good game, sir. <laughs> but refs get abuse, and it's not worth the money that they're fucking making. Yeah, especially down in this kind of thing, or even in beer leagues. To, to, no, the beer you, leagues, they're making like 120 bucks a game. Really? Wow. 
So, so the ice time that you have to rent must be. A well, lot. the leagues are normally like four hundred bucks okay. a person, but you know, like for a hundred and twenty, maybe a hundred bucks a person, a game, and then they ref like three games in a row. And now it's this game supposed to start at ten thirty, and it's you know eleven because you're fucking slow getting onto the ice and whatever. I gotcha. But yeah, I, I don't. When, when it comes down to something like this, of attacking refs, like att- like attacking them, you can shit talk them all you want, right? It's just up to their tolerance as to what, yeah, what they want or whatever. But if you're physically going to put your hands, even, even when like in the NBA too, there was a recent thing with um, I, for, uh, I forget what team he plays on, uh, Oklahoma Thunder. Oh, Westbrook. Yeah. Um, he went, you know, by the crowd or whatever, or I think two things happened. One, like some little kid like went and like touched his pants or like tugged on his pants. Yeah, and or he something like, like that. turned and fucking and, stared the kid down. And he was ready to like swing. And then another thing of like people were, you know, yelling racial epithets or, or racial comments at him of, you know, why don't you get down on your knees? Half the internet's like, well, was it a blowjob reference? And the other half is like, if you're fucking this stupid to not understand what this means, you're stupid. And then he turned around and he was like, I'm going to fuck you and your wife up. <laughs> Flip side of that one. He got fined 25 grand and the team um, <coughs> forced the guy out to uh, evicted him and to never come back in the arena. But I, I, I just don't get. When when in your mind does it does it click to go? You know what? Fuck this. I'm going to go after this person. Like what made the owner really flip and go? I'm going to go after this this ref I, I don't i don't understand i don't know my younger days i was pretty fired up yeah but so speaking of all this kind of stuff there's a recent um issue with morgan riley of the toronto maple leafs um alleged to utter a homophobic slur on the ice according to the nhl and the nhl players association um after their um you know, research into this they said it didn't happen is this still a thing what <laughs> That, like, what they say on the ice to each other. Did someone rat it out, or was it, like, Pierre Maguire fucking, like, oh, I heard that. Like, was it picked up on mic? I don't know, and that's the kind of thing I want. It's like, do do they need to mic the ice now to, to pick up on this stuff? Like, like what? I'm an, um, maybe I'm too old school, Brian Burke, Don Cherry, like, like, what's said on the ice should stay on the ice. Like, if I call you a fucking pussy, oh, my God, that's degrading to women. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like... You know, like it's almost like what's in the locker. Like, I get like locker. if you're making gestures where people could fucking see. Yeah. Uh, a couple of years ago, I think it was James Wisniewski. He was on the Islanders, and when Avery was on the fucking Rangers, oh, and he blow made the fucking blowjob ref. Blow ref. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> that that one I can see. Yes. But like, unless you're a lip reader, <clears throat> you're not gonna really like trash talking is what makes this game great. All sports great. And if you're limiting what people could say, now I don't want to hear racial epithets, but right. but like because of hockey being mostly white, I understand where it's coming from, right? Yeah. Why they don't want that. But as far as like other things, like what's but, next? Like he called me uh, like Brad Marchand's gonna be like he called me ugly. Like are we gonna fucking? <laughs> <coughs> now I'm not trying to say I'm homophobic or anything, but Jesus. There's another great thing about that game that the mic did pick up. Uh, the Maple Leafs were getting smoked mm-hmm. by Tampa. I think it was like 4 or 5-1 at this point. And Tyler Ennis, was, I guess, took a very long shift. And the microphone picks up. 
Get the fuck off the ice, Ennis. <laughs> Wasn't there also something too with um uh, Boudreaux? Like he was bitching about the refs, and then you just <laughs> oh yeah, you could read lips and be like, you fucking suck. Like now is the ref gonna go complain? But like he hurt my feelings. I, I don't know. I, I just I, I think in this day and age, like you said, what what's kind of set on the ice, set on the ice. But if you go as far back as what was it, people were throwing bananas at fucking Wayne Simmons. Yeah, that's wrong. That that's wrong. If like personal attacks when going at shit like that, I mean, did we talk last week about Toronto? Uh, I don't think and so. And the Islanders and Tavares. Oh no, the we reaction? didn't. No, we didn't. Surprisingly, I forgot about that. Oh shit. Yeah, with with people after warmups throwing throwing a jersey and throwing snakes at him, uh, plastic snakes at him as he walked off the you ice. You should never throw shit. Boo all you want, okay? Boo. Just like we booed with Kovey. We didn't throw... I, I thought, didn't somebody throw, like, a bag of money at fucking Kovalchuk or something? I don't think so. Like, but, a, the, like, comic bag of oh, yeah, money. Okay? But, like... <clears throat> look, the people... When, when Parisi left, I was upset. But I wasn't upset to the point, like, I was going to burn his fucking jerseys and effigy. Effigy, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I wasn't going to fucking sit there and go on Twitter and badmouth. Like, look, you made your decision. I think it sucks, but it hurt. Toodles, right. you know. Like, oh, we have to end the show. Hold on. <laughs> I, I still have to get up tomorrow. You know, like yeah. it's it's the peep the the video that those Islander fans fucking made. Which like that's... you were our savior. You were supposed that's... to be that lead us to the promised land. It's almost the same thing that happened when LeBron James left Cleveland, left Miami, and it's the same shit. But still, burning jerseys is just whatever. You're... Look, it, it you burnt a jersey. You know what matters? It doesn't matter because that $300 you spent He's already ar- went to the league, exactly. already went to him. It, you're, you're wasting it, time. It reminds me of like when the Beatles made the fucking comment and John Lennon said, we're more popular than Jesus. You know, and then like after that, all the fucking places down south were like burning Beatle albums and fucking they had a steamroller rolling over and all this shit like from the fucking Beatles. I'm like, all right, they bought all that shit. <laughs> like I got the money. All right. Buy more <laughs> like Tavares has got it. Like you bought my jersey. All right. It sucks. Like when Kobe and, and Gomez and we, we booed the shit out of them. And that's the way that's all it should be. And the Islander fans got the last laugh. When they're they fucking, smoked them. They smoked them and they were chanting, you know, <laughs> where's your PJs? <laughs> Who's your daddy? Yeah, like, <laughs> and that's where it should have, but like the fucking produced video where it was like. I didn't watch it. You I, were our savior and grow up. Like, like, eight, did you see the video Avery came out with? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> First of all, he looks like the guy from Phantasm with that fucking hat. Remember that movie Phantasm? No. Uh, anyway, old reference. He, uh, and he, if you didn't see it, he basically had a video like, John Chavaris doesn't owe you yeah, greasy th- fucks anything. And it's even better because he's a Ranger. He knows how much hatred the Rangers fans or Rangers have towards Islanders. So that was just one of those like. And then he went on spitting chiclets, Avery. And he's like, he had to go play. You're telling me, he goes, they don't even know where they're playing. <laughs> and he goes they're gonna have and he he had he, he owed the fans no. something he goes the guy wanted to go play where he wanted to go play he goes why is he gonna go play in an arena where the ranger fans out cheer the home islander fans every time they fucking play it's true 
it, it's almost like when 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 Kovalchuk came back and they interviewed uh, Parisi and they asked him about it, or when they when they asked Parisi like, you know, you're gonna go back to play the Devils and what do you think? It's like, well, you know, I'm it's probably not as bad as what they did to Kovi. Like it was a joke. Yep. But the Tavares thing, I sat there and I go, what is? I mean, the chants were funny, whatever. That's fine. And they did right by him. They gave him like a nice fucking video and yeah. And even Luke came out and says, "I hope the fans respect him," which was probably the downfall. Yeah. <clears throat> but to phys- to physically assault with objects, like what, throwing what? money and shit. Like, do you realize, like, what would happen to a player if they stepped on a penny yeah. on the ice? Like, you're blowing out a dude's fucking knee. You might blow out one of your own players. Yeah. Because one just skips. Because what? John Tavares went home because he had fucking Toronto sheets. Like, grow up, grow up. It was that was just a. I mean, and and in in the end, the Islanders and even Butch Goring said at the end of the game because I watched you know most of that Islander game. Butch Goring basically said, you know, um, you know, hopefully this is behind everybody. We won. That's it. Whatever. You know he's gonna he may come back here one more time and it's probably gonna be different that game. I hope it is. Oh, I'd love if they made, played each other in the playoffs. I'd fucking love it. That would be such a good fucking. They would take a lot though for the, as we're gonna discuss now. Yes. Good segue, David. You're learning this podcast thing well. Segment number uno: bubble teams, playoff bubble teams. So we basically considered the wild card teams as a bubble team because they're fluctuating and could be in or out yeah. uh, and are within five po- and other teams that are within five points of the wild card spot. Okay. So right now in the Eastern conference, we have Pittsburgh. I think they may, they, they make it. I think there's no is in the third spot. And I wrote this the day that we did the last podcast. So the numbers are probably off a little, off a little. Um, but Pittsburgh's in the third spot. We have Carolina in the first wild card spot. I don't know if that's entirely true still. Montreal's in the last wild card spot. And then your Columbus Blue Jackets are a bubble team. And then I have Philly as a bubble team, but I don't think they're going to make it. And out of out of that list, um, I just the way that things have been going, I... I don't think Columbus makes it considering that you had a huge trade deadline and you went all in. And the first comments that come out of your locker room are, you know, not positive. Like everybody's just like, you know, too many chefs in the kitchen. That's not good. And, and what the hell do you think Tortorella is going through? See, I think Montreal is going to fall out. Why? And Columbus. I just don't think Montreal expected this. So kind of like almost like blowing your load too early kind of mm-hmm. thing. I think Columbus sneaks in. But, fuck, man. If Montreal goes in and they're the last wild card spot, I do not want to be Tampa Bay and go and play in the fucking ghosts of Montreal, especially with Price, who could steal at least a game. I'll agree with that. I will agree. Um, So... Then in the West, yeah, but Philly, I think, is done. Um, Carolina, if Columbus makes it and Montreal stays, I think those two can kind of flip-flop, you know, in the wild card spot, but it, okay. we'll talk about it in the as, next. As an, as an update, your East, 
Montreal and Columbus flipped. Montre- uh, Columbus is in the second wild card. Montreal's tied, but right. hovering. Re- uh, regulation wins. And, yeah. and Carolina's still in it. Is uh, the first wild card. No. Where the hell? Uh, Carolina's third in the East, in the Metropolitan. So Pittsburgh's. Yeah. It, right now, Pittsburgh's number one, number one wild card. Columbus is number two wild card. Uh, it wouldn't break my heart if fucking Pittsburgh fell out. And it was Carolina. Can you imagine the uproar in like Montreal and Columbus? Just a little foreshadowing for that near last game, that last podcast of the year, kind of thing. On on if we, the top three teams in the Metro are Washington, the Islanders, and Carolina. Name two teams out of those three who we said we're going to shit the bed. Yep. (laughs) Why do we look like idiots? Why are you listening to us? For the comedic value. So the Western Conference, you have Winnipeg, Nashville, and St. Louis uh, as your top three teams. In the Central, you have your Pacific as San Jose, Calgary, and Vegas. Your wild card top four is Dallas's one wild card, Minnesota's two wild card, with Arizona and Colorado behind max two points. And the Chicago by three. I think it stays as is. It's it's great that Arizona's fucking making a push, but it gives it gives their team or their organization some val- some validation to say you know what we had a good off season and we got this far. Yeah, it, it we- definitely gives them growth. Mm-hmm. Um, would I like to see Arizona make it? Sure, sure. Make- I mean, I I could care less. Minnesota is like vanilla ice cream. Like, I can go either way. Well, you know, it's so fucking plain right well, now. Well, right now, Winnipeg would play Minnesota, and right? Because it's 1-8, or is it? It's the the overall. Who has the most points in the West? Oh, there was a discussion somebody mentioned recently. I don't know if you want to talk about it now or later, about how the playoff format. I was uh, Stamkos <clears throat> mentioning that he hates the playoff format. Yeah, every, it's fucking stupid. It should be like every other league. One plays eight, exactly. two plays seven. Like Exactly. <clears throat> because if you do it that way, Winnipeg plays Minnesota, and Minnesota's out in the first round again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Dallas and Nashville? Mm. Dallas and Nashville would be nice. That'd be nice. Preview of the Winter Classic for next year. There you go. St. Louis and Vegas? Mm. And then San That's Jose the way Calgary. it's set up now, right? Right, yeah. If it was if it was your one eight two seven kind of scenario. So that's your... I don't know. It'd be I, nice if Arizona made it. <clears throat> Give those people in Houston something to cheer for when, they, when they fucking move. Houston with the third overall pick selects. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Yao Ming. <laughs> Come on. You know, they'd probably do that. They probably would. Just because. Because you can't do uh, Tim McNair or Todd McNair, right? Tracy McGrady. Tracy Isn't McGrady can do that too, yeah. Francis. All right, now we're talking basketball. <laughs> So who would I like to see play each other in the playoffs? Mm-hmm. Tampa and Montreal. Uh, this could be your upset just because of price. I mean, I don't think so. I think Tampa Bay is just going to fucking steamroll whoever they play till the second round. Boston and Toronto would be an awesome bloodbath, which it's going to be because that's going to be the first round this in the East. Uh, Washington and Carolina. Washington's going to fucking roll over Carolina. Mm-hmm. And then the Islanders and Pittsburgh could go seven for the Islanders or Pittsburgh could sweep it in four. 
You know, it's one of those. I, you know what? I'll split it. I'll split the thing. I'll go in the middle. That it may not go seven, but I think the Islanders are on a roll at this point where it could carry them into a couple games. And then, but remember, the Islanders A would be the top seed. B, that means they get more home games, and C, those home games are in Nassau Coliseum for the first round. For the, for that first, yeah, that's loud. Exactly. That's, so that that's why I was kind of pushing for the Penguins for the Islanders to go seven. They would be good for hockey. It, absolutely. So would Boston, Toronto. I mean, and, the next the next segment we're talking about would be, you know, who would you like to see? Right. Uh, did we go through the West yet or no? Nope. No. Calgary, Minnesota. Calgary should run through fucking Minnesota. Again, I wrote these based on a week ago, so mm-hmm. right now the matchups are different. Um, Winnipeg and Dallas. Winnipeg wins in five, I would guess. Nashville, St. Louis. I'd, this could be your upset in the West because – St. Louis over Nash? St. Louis is on fire right now. I wouldn't know who the favorite is in that. You would think Nashville. Yeah, you would think, but you know what? I don't hear any buzz of Nashville. Like, there's none. No, they're just waiting for the playoffs. They're either coasting, which Which, could be dangerous, right? Which which I honestly thought that, like, like last year, Tampa would have coasted in thinking, ah, we got the Devils, whatever. But we whipped their ass, you know, three, four games or whatever, and... You know, it, it, during the regular season, obviously the regular season doesn't matter. Yep. But I thought that would have been a almost like a trap series kind of thing. But and then St. Louis and Vegas, I'd like to see St. Uh, I mean uh, San Jose and Vegas. I'd like to see San Jose win. I want Vegas to be fucking punched in the mouth. <clears throat> All those rumblings already starting about like Seattle and how they're going to fleece the league the way Vegas did and. Yeah, the, and Vegas the, doesn't have anything to do with that. So this, Vegas can bullshit. sign these fucking players. That's bullshit. Especially since they had four years to build their team. Oh, you'll be exempt from it. Why? Yeah. Well, you have you have your one, you have your organization set. Two, you made the goddamn Stanley Cup finals in your first year. Let's take that exemption away, huh? Yeah. Let's Steve Santini, I hope you really enjoy Seattle. Great coffee. Steve Sant No, he's on the one way deal. It's not he's not gonna right. do you think we're gonna protect him? But not what? When's the draft? In two years, right? Yeah. Do you think we're going to protect him? Do you think he's going to be on the team next yes. year? That he's going to be on the team in two years just for that reason. You're going to, especially if the Devils are he's still gonna, shitty. He's going to get a two-year deal. <laughs> especially if the Devils are shitty, either he's gone, he's going to be unprotected. Yeah. Because you you have Look. to think they could protect what six forwards. Yeah. Three D. Yeah. And two goalies. Yeah. Let's, or let's, let's, 4D and... Let's not ruin the crease-to-crease show, okay? okay. Was, we, have, we have an hour that day to just, just verbal diarrhea over the Devils. Now, who would I like to see somehow match up in the playoffs if mm-hmm. they could? In the East, the Islanders in Toronto. Just oh, ratings gold. Ratings gold if they could play each other. Whoever that guy is on the mute button, <laughs> that, that series should be on a 10-minute delay. Same thing with Washington-Pittsburgh. You know, the ever-so-famous Crosby versus Ovi thing. Montreal-Boston, that's a so, real rival. So let me, let me ask you about the Washington-Pittsburgh thing, right? Because even, like, Stamkos kind of brought this up. Are you tired of Washington-Pittsburgh no. second round anymore? No, because I like seeing Crosby pissed off. I like Malkin swinging his fucking stick. I like Ovi screaming and yelling. I like Ovi so, so you like the over-celebrating. Yeah, that, but that's what... and. 
stay tuned next week for what the NHL really needs. Um, but that's what the NHL needs. We don't have enough storylines. Story and they try to manufacture them the last couple of years on NS- NBCSN with the Wednesday night rivalry night. When, and it's Minnesota versus Vegas. Like, how the fuck do they have a rivalry? Now you have legit, like, you could have yes. legit rivalries. So so what what would the Montreal-Boston rivalry thing do just because it was an original oh, six? Oh, the original six. They, mm-hmm. if, if I were producing on NBCSN or whatever the fuck it is. That would be your, your whole oh, storyline. I would, I would show every game something from that rivalry of playoffs, whether it's best fucking. Th- your best of game one, your best of game two, your best of yeah, game three. Because they've, they've had it all through history. They've had it. Whether it's Dryden stealing the game or fucking Chris Nyland starting a fight with the entire fucking bench in Boston. Like your your, your list for your three out of the four series is great. And then there's a very large drop off. Uh, Tampa Col- Tampa Carolina. Carolina. I mean it's easy travel. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but, but but you know if what? you're but, gonna but keep ca- Carolina but there. Ca- but Carolina's whole little happy dance at the end of a win in Tampa? They wouldn't do it in Tampa. No. But <laughs> but they're close enough that they should have some sort of rivalry. Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't because fucking sh- who cares about Carolina. But they should have Flood some sort of... Flood insurers do. They do. Right? They, they should have a rivalry. Mm-hmm. Tampa, Carolina, Florida Panthers, those should be the, the, the rivalries. And But, you know, that's the way the playoffs are. Like Tampa, Montreal, or Tampa, uh, Carolina, or Tampa, the Islanders. Like it's, it's not exciting. It's just gonna be Tampa. At least if you did it this way, you'd have something. In the West, you have Calgary versus Winnipeg. It, it would be fight, fucking, fight for Canada. That would be like five six games. Like they would just be six five seven. Th- you know, like they would just be blowout games. The Dallas Stars versus Minnesota. Yeah, I would say yes to that. Just there's old stars. There's your rival, right? Nashville versus Vegas. Last year, you know they they had a, a series. Um, you have high speed offense, big party cities. Those would be great. Like if I were one of those teams, that's where you go. All right, we're going to try to get to fucking Vegas for the road game. Mm-hmm. And then St. Louis versus San Jose. You have the young St. Louis team versus the old. You know, young versus old. That's how I would, if I were producing, trying to sell the playoffs as something more than just one playing the wild card and this team playing the wild card. Like, you have to sell it because people who watch hockey are going to watch it regardless. It could be fucking Carolina and Calgary in the finals. People are going to watch it. Diehards are going to watch it anyway. But you have to find a way to sell it. Okay. And And not sell it to... The rubes in fucking Missouri or Kentucky that are, aren't going to watch it to begin with. Sell it to the guy that's flipping through the channels and just sees a Boston Montreal fucking bloodbath fight, or is watching Sports Center the next day, and they have nothing but to show it. Right. And then they go, "Oh man, when do they play again? Right. Thursday? Gotta, oh gotta, fuck, I gotta watch." Yeah, that's that's who I'm selling it to. I'm not selling it to the grandma. In fucking Florida, who's knitting and and wants something to watch? 
You have to sell the game, and and I think the the celebrations from Carolina is part of it. I know you don't like it, but it's part of it. I get it. I don't like it. it. I wouldn't do it, but... We're we're not going... uh, You wouldn't go all Don Cherry in on it, but it's Bush League. It's whatever, but it's still... It's It's showboating. It's it's a story, right? So it's it's out there, and you you need it to, to push the league ahead. There's not too many people that, like you and I, I mean... Being season ticket holders or whatever, being you know you being a lifer and me being a double digit tenured season ticket holder, right? So mm-hmm. it's you need it for that guy that that you brought to that one game. That's like, oh wow, there was a fight, there was this, it was high scoring. Wow, this this is this is what this hockey thing is. Yep. Right. So then you give him New York Islanders in Toronto. Well, what's big about this one? Well, the dude on the Islanders just went and said fuck you and went to the Toronto and took a lot of money and New Islanders pissed. Here, look at this video of him throwing snakes at him. Okay. Yeah. Are they going to beat the shit out of him? Now you're getting interest, and that's what the league needs. And then you throw in Seattle in a couple of years, and you know it's going to be the Seattle All Stars. It'll be Seattle and Vancouver. It'll be the rivalry because they're like a three-hour car trip from each other, a two-hour car trip. And hopefully, all the soccer fans can just get soccer sucked hooligans. Into hooligans onto wrestling. wrestling. <laughs> Apparently, people listen to our show. No shit. Was it not like two <laughs> weeks ago? I was like, would you put Harlem Heat in? And I said, absolutely not. Would, would well, Harlem Heat go in the Hall of Fame? Well, guess what? And now Booker T is a two-time, two-time Hall of Famer. I don't get it. I think we're really scraping the barrel right <laughs> yes. now. Well, is, isn't this normally the time where like the, the, the beginning of the show... Um, entrance or 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 not or put out there. You give the interest of oh shit, DX is in there, and then there's a little you know little crumbs here and there, and then there should be another big one. Right? Well, yeah, there's got to be. There's probably going to be what one at least one, one more, one or two, yeah. And they'll they do they announce one a week or do they announce it one on Raw, one on SmackDown every week? I don't know. I'm not sure about that. So there'll be another one next week. But then then there's also like the like the the I'll call it like the black and white era of wrestling wing where it's like they're putting in all these guys, you know, Haystacks Calhoun from the fucking fifties and shit that nobody fucking recognizes that somebody's going to come out there and give a speech and you're sitting there going, Oh, this is my piss break. Okay. Is Paul Heyman <clears throat> in the WWE Hall of Fame? I don't think so. And I don't think he deserves to be in it yet. He's still in the middle of, well, look, but it, what about him as a builder? As a, like for, for ECW? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's I'll, what I'm I'll, saying. I'll give him that. Who inducts him then? Who would I have inducted? Yeah. Sabu. Tommy Dreamer. Really? Raven. Yeah, I, I bring them all fucking out. I, I think br- he would mention them all, but I think so many so many of those guys have bad blood. With WWE? That like Raven wouldn't show up or fucking RVD wouldn't show up, you know. True. Or RVD would probably show up high as a high kite. High as a kite, yes. But like eventually <clears throat> they're... They're going to get to the point where, like, RVD is going to have to fucking... Yeah, you're going to have to d- debate on if it's going to be D'Lo Brown or RVD. Who goes into the Hall of Fame? <laughs> yeah. Who goes into the Hall of Fame well, with those two? you got to go with the real deal now. <laughs> <laughs> no, then you start breaking up, like, the four horsemen. Well, Arn Anderson got fired, so he's not yeah. going to... Then Tully Blanchard, he's going to be inducted by Tessa, and Tessa's going to be like, he's signed the contract. And everybody's like, who? Yep. Meanwhile, I've main evented another organization for months, years. <laughs> Harlem fucking heat. I can't wait to see how big Stevie is. I remember watching Harlem Heat on some, like, 
I don't know, like Sunday night heat. No, like on some rubbish fucking TV thing, like on channel, like you know, it was like on PBS at like eleven o'clock. It was like some crappy wrestling federation. I remember them, and then all of a sudden, poof, they showed up in WCW, where they made their name to name yeah, to fame. their name, their fame. <clears throat> and what did they do in WWE? I don't think Stevie. Oh, you know what they did? They ever made it? Yeah, no, Harlem Heat was in WWE. You don't remember the, the interview with me and Gene and Sherry where Booker T goes, Hulk Hogan, we're coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sherry was like, did, oh, he, boy. did you just did And then Hogan that. dropped the N-bomb. Well, yes. Tell me he did not <laughs> just say that. See, shit comes full circle in this world, in this lifetime. <laughs> So my next question is, why is Kofi Kingston getting pushed? Now, don't get me wrong. He's a good... He's an athletic... He's, he's an, an entertainer. Ab- right, he's an above-average athletic wrestler. Why is he getting why a push he, as a main eventer? Oh, why? 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 Because you're not pushing Big E because, uh, I don't know, Big E's like a... He's a... Like a... A Batista? He, he, yeah. Um, and Xavier Woods, he's more of a manager than a wrestler who wears like Iron Sheik shoes. Is, is and he this, plays a trombone. Yeah. Is this just Vince pushing, like, I got to push a black guy? Is this like a Ron Simmons moment? Or like no, a Ron? Mark Henry, where fucking Mark Henry would show up and be like, why is Mark Henry in the fucking main event right now? Why is Mark Henry the intercontinental <laughs> champion? Why is Mark Henry even here? <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I don't understand how. If you really wanted to push wrestlers, literally, like, have people paying attention at house shows and who has the biggest pop? Where are you going with these, you know, with these guys? If you're putting like Kofi Kingston against some schmuck, right? No, and don't get me wrong. I think what's great is that Kofi and fucking Daniel Bryan could probably put on a spectacular match. Oh, yeah. Both super athletic, but not as a main event at WrestleMania. The only thing I could see is that Daniel Bryan was like, I'm going to come back to wrestling. I want to come back. And Vince was like, no. He's like, all right, I'm going to get cleared. And then he gets cleared. And Vince goes, okay, well, who do you want to wrestle in WrestleMania? And he goes, Kofi. And fucking Vince was like, fuck. Yeah. He may have been put into a corner and, and forced his hand. I, I don't know. But then you think of all the, of the wrestling matches that he could have, right? Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. They've done that already. It was great, right? Kofi Kingston possibly great but then he get pulled for uh um kevin owens yeah and that leads to the the next segment in wrestling but like what are you gonna do with all of these guys for wrestlemania they all have bits the, the, it, wrestlemania has become like a comic strip where you you just it, it's like an anniversary show that you're showing quick five second clips of everybody it has hey look i made it to wrestlemania and you didn't they're all, they're all just looking for the payout, the WrestleMania payout. So, Angle's going to be shelved. He came out yesterday in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, uh, where he said that he wants one more big match at WrestleMania, and that's it. That, so, so, all, so all these run-ins that he's having now with Baron Corbin are done? Like they're... Yeah, he came out yesterday and said, you know, he wants to have one more big match, and, you know... I think he's going to, leading up to WrestleMania, he's going to, like, wrestle all these young kids. Yesterday, he wrestled, who the fuck, Apollo. Okay. Okay, great. Both wrestlers, cool. Got it. Um, And Angle won. 
Who do you have him wrestle at WrestleMania? You know, you know what it really, you know what it's really going to be? Fucking Baron Corbin, something stupid like that. Who should he wrestle? Who would he have as his choice to 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 wrestle on the oh, biggest stage? I know stage who like I that? would. Who, what what one's going to put asses in seats, or what one's going to put on a, a good match? Both. If it's a WrestleMania match, you want to go out with a bang. I mean, he's he's already entered into the Hall of Fame, so like I don't understand why he's why he's putting him. This should have been like last year. So twenty seven days, right? I think they said till WrestleMania. Okay. Which you'll be attending, right? Yes, I will be. Look for the HSSK podcast sign in the parking lot. Um, <laughs> Bring it into the arena. I want to see you get it in there. Shove, well, it, shove it down your drawers. Yeah, my drawers. drawers. Um, what I would do for the next, let's see, so it's three weeks. Mm-hmm. I'd have every wrestler like auditioning to be the guy that wrestles Kurt Angle. So you have like the young guys, like well, not really young, but you have like the new guys, like Ethan Carter and all them, like coming up to Angle and be like, if "Me and you had a match, you know, we wrestled in TNA, we put on, we da 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 da." da. Mm. And then, you know, you have somebody else come up, and now you have Ethan Carter and this guy, almost like a a tournament mm-hmm. to wrestle like a, Kurt Angle, like a gauntlet match. For and them. then he comes out at WrestleMania Angle, and he stands in the middle of the ring and he thanks everybody, and he turns around and goes. So here's who I'm wrestling, and you just hear, dong. You want to put? You want to have the Undertaker put That's, him away? That is going to be the match that would get the most hype for Angle. Now, is it going to be the best wrestling match? Absolutely not. No, because you have two guys who are close, who are fifties or close to their fifties having to stall for about 25, 30 minutes now, and not have many high spots. Right. You ask me who is probably going to put on the best match with him. I think Angle would lose, to be honest with you. Would lose the match. Against Taker? No, just, just in general. The, okay. If you're going to do that, give it to somebody. Passing the torch kind of thing? Right. Give it to somebody like Kevin Owens. Okay. You're giving okay. him a high-profile I mean, match. Yeah. But it's not a, for a belt, but it's a high-profile match. It could it could go to Kevin Owens' whole, whole thing of, I've been put down since day one. I haven't been given a fair shot, blah, blah, blah. Or do you bring Taz in as the guy who first beat him? I don't, I don't think he, Taz is in any shape. Yeah. He's got 27 days to get in shape. <laughs> Let's make it a movie. Rocky did it. Okay. This is Taz. He's happy doing his podcast. Uh, Renee Young is supposedly going to be tapped to host the <laughs> Hall she? of Fame. The Hall of Fame ceremony because Jerry Lawler is not sure if he's going to go. Because to what? Because uh, Jim Ross is done with the WWE and yeah. he's moving on. He's move- But I just think Jerry Lawler is probably he's old as shit now. So speaking of the whole Jim Ross thing that he said, he talked to Vince and it was one of those, you know, I think I'm ready to leave. And Vince is like, yeah, I think you're ready to leave too. It was a mutual, you know, parting of the ways. And I swear to God, I think as soon as that news hit, hit, it was like, well, AEW doesn't have an announcer. Yeah. Because Jim Ross came out and said, you know, I still feel I can do, um, you know, announcing. It's a real slobber knocker. Maybe 
What is it? Tony Schiavone will come out with him and <laughs> with his fucking porn mustache. <laughs> Who's the other one from WCW? Oh God, um, the football player Mongo McMichael. No, no. Uh, Jesse Ventura. I know. I saw a thing. He did it once. It's and a- they're also talking about removing Renee Young. Thank you. From raw Thank you. Not because they don't think she's doing a bad job. She is. She's just weird. But because fit in. I think that is it they, because Ambrose is leaving. Yep. They don't want to yep. rough ruffle. I, I, I uh, part of me still thinks that Ambrose leaving is a work because they're, they're like they're, they're too much. Really giving him like fucking a push. They had the whole Shield match at Fastlane. Did they yeah. win? Yeah. Oh, of we course can go. they won. Yesterday, they had Roman Reigns was going to wrestle his first match in five months on Raw. Yeah, but and, was all on Raw. Yeah, and then fucking Drew McIntyre fucking blindsided the shit out of him. And the doctors came out, and they're like, and <sighs> Rollins came out, and Jesus then Christ. Ambrose came out to wrestle, and they did a, a what's it called match, like a false count out anywhere. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, fucking Drew McIntyre's, earning my respect as a a big guy. They had him on the stairs that go up behind the announce table mm-hmm. and they had like one of those arm rails, you know, with the that you would see like in an arena. Right. And he put Ambrose fucking head in to the arm rail and then took he did his fucking claymore kick. And the, oh. you just saw the arm rail fall off like it was good. It was a good and then he pinned them and that was that. But like I think they're building for an Ambrose fucking McIntyre McIntyre match, which leads to next week's commentary. So stay tuned. There you go. So you want to go over some? Um... No, I'm not done. Hold on. Oh, I'm gonna go oh, quick. Oh. Ronda had another great fucking promo, a well written promo on Raw, where she basically shit talked the fans. She goes, "You think I care if you boo me? You were the same guy saying that I deserved it last week when I was beaten with a crutch and." They're flipping her already? Oh, she's a heel. She's going to be the heel. So she's bad-mouthing, you know, Pittsburgh or wherever the fuck they were, and they're building it up that, you know, like, I am i don't want to be here. I'm better than everybody else. I can destroy any one of you. All of you that are booing me, come in the ring right now, and I'll you'll, you'll be intimidated by me. See, and this is, this is one thing that, I mean, maybe I don't like or just don't. The fans pretty much forced Becky Lynch to be the face, the face heel, right? Or the Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yep, the okay. tweener. And then, and then, what do you do? You can't have a face have a fa- versus a face versus a face because it's a triple threat match with um, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. So now you have one week she's all like happy, bubbly. You know, you want to you want to put it in her butt kind of thing, and all of a sudden she flips around the next week and goes fuck you all. Like I, I don't. So then Dana Brooke came out, Dana Brooke of all fucking people, and challenges Rousey, like, saying, you know, like, how dare you put the women in this locker room who have been here building it up, and now you think you can come in and take fucking control. So where is Dana Brooke heading now? Uh, Dana Brooke got killed in about 12 seconds. So then... But to have her come out and do oh, that? It, it like, was just... It was a have somebody job. Yeah. Okay. So then they had like, in terms I know. Chopping. And then they had somebody fucking they had like a bunch of refs come out to like hold her and fucking Ronda. I don't know if it was scripted or not, but Ronda Rousey just 
fucking slap this shit out of one of these reps. Like just, and he fell down just, out of shock. Like, like, he fell down. Like it looked like it was like, oh my, did that just fucking happen? <laughs> that wasn't supposed to hit me. <laughs> and I just remember back in the day, like if you touched the ref, it was like, you're fucking suspended. They're not going to say anything to her. No. So predicting the WrestleMania card. But didn't we want to go over fast lane? No, it's all right. No? We're good. I can do it really quick. No, no, no. We're good. And anything like... Although I did read like reviews of it from yeah. wrestling people. Uh-huh. And they're like, while nothing major happened, and I think I talk about this next week. Yeah, next week. Oh, no. The card constantly changed. That they kept adding, like you said, Kevin Owens took mm-hmm. over for Kofi, and and there was, a, but not one belt fucking changed. Although the belt did change on Monday. Who won? Um, or what was it? In who da, won? Da, 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 Bobby Lashley took the Intercontinental. <sighs> really? The man with no eyebrows took it off of Finn Balor. Can can we can we just talk about that for like a second? Why do they keep shitting on Finn Balor? I, maybe they're just freeing him up so that he can get something bigger something bigger leading on to wrestlemania i mean bobby lashley does deserve something that low well again this goes into my conversation next week okay all right that's fine well well i'll keep hush hush on that so wrestlemania matches um ronnie <laughs> from what i read i just didn't feel like writing ronda no, anymore because we've now bought into becky lynch's um i read somewhere that there's they, they're predicting it to be somewhere around 16 matches for WrestleMania. WrestleMania is like three, four hours, It right? starts at six. Good Lord. What time? The last time you went, what time did it start? The, they wanted you there by six. Right. And I want to say they did like the first pre-match at like 6.30. And then it started at seven. But now this is legit start at six? Yeah, and I think it goes to 12. Now you know why people, like, they're going to bring out, like, you know, the guy who played The Undertaker when it was The Undertaker versus The Undertaker. The guys who played Razor Ramon and, and, and Kevin yep. Nash and, and all that stuff to, to fill five minutes. But 16 matches, you oh figure God. eight minutes a match. So you're looking at, that's a hundred and... I'm not good at math. That's 124 <laughs> minutes. Right, so there's two hours of legit matches. Right. Then you add the ten minute build ups to each match. Yeah. The the hey, this is what's happening in the whole so that's last 160 year. Minutes. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway. You Every, have everybody has to have a WrestleMania moment, whether it's small or large. Right. And I have the first four matches we talked about are what I would consider to be the four main events. Okay. So would would you essentially, since it's going to be four hours. Um, and I didn't, I don't think I added an Undertaker match. Okay. So so essentially would it be like every hour has its main event kind of thing? Yes. Okay. Except for, if, again, if I were booking the show, more terms, I would have the Rollins-Lesnar matches, the main event. I would have the Triple H-Batista match before that. And then whoever Daniel Bryan is wrestling before that. So do you have your, your main belts, your last four matches of the night? Women's, Bryan. Well, I mean, Triple H and Bautista isn't a belt, but. 
it's it's a yeah, and then the women's match would be somewhere between that. Okay, that's fine. Or the women's match might be like right before the main right event before and, the main event. Yeah, that's what I would think. Okay, so you're gonna have Rousey, Becky Lynch, and Charlotte. It could be great. It could be just the biggest fucking dud of a match. But I think Becky, obviously Becky's going to win. Your two out of the three can actually wrestle, right? Obviously, And I'm not shitting on Ronda Rousey, but Ronda Rousey has a year under her belt. Sure, they gave it to her for the whatever, for popularity reasons. But when you, when you put Ronda Rousey in a match with Becky and Charlotte, who are, I'll just say, who are professional wrestlers who have been doing this since they were... You know. Yeah, I'm sure you're going to see the big spots. You're going to see Charlotte do the fucking moonsault mm. off of into outside of the ring. You're going to see, you know, Ronda do the fucking arm bar. You're going to see Becky, you know. But I think Becky Lynch and Charlotte are going to carry this triple threat. See, I don't think so. I think it's going to I think there's going to be a lot of one guy gets kicked out of the ring and lays there for a while. So it's going to be like Ronda Rousey versus Becky, and then somebody's going to get kicked out, and it's going to be Becky yeah. versus Charlotte. And, yeah, That's going to be, if I had to guess, that's going to be like a 14-minute match. Okay. But I, do, I would agree with you. They're finally going to put the belt on Becky Lynch. She's done enough. They've done enough with her character where it's like, here's WrestleMania. She's home. earned her, or she gets screwed somehow, and then Monday comes... And she goes real stone cold fucking beer truck crazy. Uh, Triple H versus Batista, which we've learned yesterday will be a no holds barred match. Have we learned why yet? Why? Yeah. Uh, because Batista said he wants one last match to go to to end on his terms, and it's his, And that if you watched it, it was actually a pretty decent promo yesterday, but it was like. This is not on your terms, Hunter. It's on my terms, and we're going to do what I want. So I want you to... He kept, like, egging fucking Triple H to be like, I want you to say it. Say it. Say it. And he's like, fine, we'll wrestle the WrestleMania. And then Batista, like, turned to walk away, and he goes, but it's going to be no holds barred. But but do we know why? Like, why? Does, but Batista wants one last... What, so what, didn't he win his last if, match for, like, before? If, if I had to... Yes, it's because The Undertaker's not going to be in it. So they wanted to have a big old name in it. Because, look, it's 27 days, and no one has called out fucking The Undertaker. The Undertaker. No one is. Cena has been nowhere to be found. They're not going to do a rematch. Stop. Then you have Rollins and Lesnar. What do you mean rematch? They didn't have one last year. He didn't show up. Taker didn't show up last, did he? Yes, he did. Did they do it last year? Yep. And he came out and he beat Cena in like oh. four minutes. Oh. Did the old school, did the choke slam, did the tombstone, and then walked up. Good fam. That's because when Cena was like, I'm just going to I'm gonna be a fan. I'm going to sit in the crowd. And then they had him come out to the ring, you know. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I remember. Rollins and Lesnar. Part of me really thinks they're going to do the heel turn for Roman. Costing fucking Let Rollins the match. Rollins the match. Do you need another Rollins like Reigns? Like, do you do you really need to to tap that shield keg again and again and again and again? Like, they're just building up that he's that he's oh he's my friend he's my brother he's my family blah 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 like he he keeps saying that and I just want him to turn heel, show up on Monday, and be like. 
Well, he did it to me and cost me the belt. So I'm going to do the same to him. Now we're even. Okay. And I get it. That, that you, now, now we're in, a, in our stage of our, our wrestling watches where you're listening for buzzwords. Yeah. The, the, the repetitive buzzwords to go, okay, this is where they're going. Like you would think that it's going to be Ambrose that costs him. Because really... Ambrose seems like the reluctant Shield member right now, but I think mm-hmm. it's going to be Reigns. Okay. Kofi, uh, Kofi and Daniel Bryan. I think that's going to steal the show. There's gonna, that's going to be like a ladder match or some sort of fucking ridiculous thing that Kofi's going to have to do, and it's going to be the flash camera moment of mm-hmm. you know him doing a fucking moonsault off of the ladder. Or he's going to climb the WrestleMania sign at the entrance and do what and yeah. yeah whatever the fucking thing is going to look like this year. Uh, there's talk of a women's tag multi-team tag man. <laughs> Those kind of matches are the ones where, like, oh, you're on the roster. Here's your WrestleMania. Well, yeah, there's going to be a bunch of them. Then there's going to be a Raw tag team one where it's going to be a multi-team. Do a Texas Tornado multi-team. Wow, look, Texas Tornado, man. Look at you going. You get pinned, you're out. Now your your tag partner is only in there. There you go. Little Survivor Series ish. Yep. Do the same thing with SmackDown Mm -hmm. because there's too many tag teams. If you are not in a in a singles storyline you're you you're a tag you should team. be in that tag team match <laughs> then you're gonna have the u.s title which is samoa joe versus somebody somebody they haven't built up any storyline it could and be aj 20, could be cena and could you have be 27 Orton, days to do <laughs> could be nakamura Fuck it, dude. Uh, it'll be an okay match if it's something like a ladder match or a hardcore match or we have uh spots Yep, and same thing with the Intercontinental match, except now it's fucking Bobby Lashley versus Finn Balor, Elias, Baron, Ambrose, Roman Reigns. It's the same thing. It could be all right if they do some sort of fucking... And they're, they're going to do another... Gimmick match. They're going to do another Battle Royal? Yep. Is that is that the staple now for every WrestleMania? Yep. There's a, That's for everybody, for everybody who else. doesn't... Right, for all those single left. wrestlers. Whoever's left. All the single wrestlers? All the... No. Um, no. Okay. And then they're going to do the women's battle royal. But after, well, I thought after Ronnie, Becky, and Charlotte, there weren't any. <laughs> yeah. No, they're either in tag matches, but then that what's it called chick is going to be the winner. That fucking Lacey Evans chick. Uh, she's the crazy one, right? The she's, one that... No, she's the one that looks like a 1920s kind of fucking nurse. Blonde hair. You know, she comes out, she flirts, and then walks away. What's her name? Lacey Evans, I think her name is. Oh, didn't she um, interrupt um, uh, Nightheart this on Monday? Might have been. I saw it, yeah. And then there'll be a cruiserweight match. That'll kick off the fucking show. That that should just be on fucking... 205 Live matches should just be like on WWE Network, not even shown in but the arena. It'll be awesome because it'll get everybody fucking fired up. <laughs> Booing? <For>, no, <laughs> with all the high spots they'll do. But then, like, where does it leave people with, like, Bray Wyatt? Like, where's Bray Wyatt go? Where's Kevin Owens or EC3 or countless other guys that should be getting, like, a push? Where do they fit in? It's it's one of those things, and not to go political, but, like, what's her name? Wants to break up big tech, right? So that there's not a monopoly and all this kind of stuff. How about let's break down big wrestling 
right? You have guys like a Bray Wyatt, like Kevin Owens, EC3, countless others like you mentioned, who simply could main event AEW, can main event TNA, can main event, I don't know, uh, uh, ROH. There needs to be more wrestling. There needs to be a WCW, an ECW. There just needs to be more so that these guys can... So I can tune in on a Monday, I'll watch Raw. On a Tuesday, I'll watch SmackDown. On a Wednesday, I'll watch TNA. On a Thursday, I'll do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's how it used to be. But the problem is now is they have a monopoly over the talent. You Bray Wyatt is probably making 200 grand to sit on his ass. At home right now. And the same thing with like Kevin Owens is what? He should be one of your main eventers. Randy Orton... All right, he's old. He should be the guy putting over mid guy, Kevin Owens. You know, like EC3 should be the guy that wrestles Angle. I didn't even put that match in there. Okay, like the Angle match. Mm-hmm. Like he should be the guy that's getting the push off of it. It's like just like when Randy Orton came up and he was the fucking legend killer. Legend killer. A great storyline. Great storyline. And then he fucking every time a legend would show up, you're like, he's gonna fucking RKO that guy. <laughs> To this day, my buddy says the greatest RKO he's ever seen was Hulk Hogan walking behind a car right to the trunk. Right. Like to open up the trunk and fucking Randy Orton comes out of nowhere and just RKO's him onto the trunk of the car. He goes, it's the greatest RKO ever. He goes, it's the best. He goes, and I, I sent it to him on Facebook and he goes, and he just texts me back and was like, greatest fucking RKO ever. <laughs> Is that what is that what started the RKO movement in every fucking video? Oh, for diving R- into pools? The RKO and- out of nowhere. <laughs> that and the super kick out of nowhere are the two best ones. Is it, is it because we're... I think we have this conversation every week. Is it because we're getting old or is it just because we've seen... Or these storylines just can't be written any other way that we see the same things all the time. We see the same players all the time and we see the same people getting squashed it's it's, all for the it's same just reasons. lazy creative and hopefully with pritchard being back some of it changes Sometimes. i mean maybe 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 roman reigns turns heel because he they finally write something for him where it makes sense i mean it's too late for cena it's too late for cena to go heel like no he's take, not gonna wrestle much longer take take this era and put it put it in the 80s right when you had guys like Hakeem the Dream and the One Man Gang, and you pop them together, and boom, they're ta- you know they're tag teams. Put like Cena as a heel, put Reigns as a heel, and make them like a dominant tag team. Not like not like the um, what is it Cesaro and and uh, Sheamus, Sheamus, whatever. Well, this leads into next week, where one of my topics is how to make what they should do, bring back factions. Don't just bring back like oh look, it's the Shield. Bring back and make factions. Stables. Stables. Bring them back. Like, you know what? You want to keep a guy like Kurt Angle around just for his experience. Make him a manager. Make him a four horsemanish kind of thing. And make him make a team the greatest, like the greatest American tag team when he had Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas. Mm-hmm. And they were supposed to be like his team. Well, you know what? Now make you it. make it you you make it team angle where he's got He's going to be the guy, and he's going to train them. And he's going to show them. He's going to help them win. He's going to cheat. Wrestling is in dire need of managers. Yeah. 
Then you have the Balor Club. Then you have Vince starting like uh, his own fucking like corporation. Yeah, the corporation. You know that you have the New Day. You have Eric Young's fucking NXT group. What is that? That's not insanity, is it? Yeah. Okay. Bray, you have Bray Wyatt's family. All right. So his two other guys have gone off, but whatever. Find some fucking long-haired weird guy to be a wrestler. Or don't even do a weird guy. Find two guys that are fucking sick and tired or whatever and get bought into what Bray Wyatt sells. Have a new NWL where Hogan's like a talent scout. Okay. You bring him back and he recruits guys, but then he takes a percentage of their fucking paycheck. <laughs> Like like real WCW, right? right? Where he takes a percentage and just make him look like a scumbag, like oh you lost your match, you're not getting paid tonight. To motivate these guys to yeah. to, to take this wrestling organization by the balls and own it. You have Shane doing a. You have a Paul Heyman guys. I I think everybody's waiting for a Paul Heyman stable. There, there's no. And then you, the other one, and this kind of ruins next week is you have a fucking stable of all European guys. Drew McIntyre, then you have your tag team of Sheamus and Cesaro, you have Becky Lynch as your female, you have that Jack Gallagher as his fucking cruiserweight, and you have Paige as the manager. By, by the way, how did Paige's movie do? Oh, it came out? <laughs> I went to go see his movie. How it only f- came out. It was only out for two hours. Fucking. But I heard it was in focus. <laughs> it wasn't It wasn't in some boys, some guy's fucking foot in a the movie theater floor. <laughs> No, that's from Major League. Oh, is it? I went to go see Willie. Hey, Willie. I went to go see your movie. (laughs) It said Willie Mays Hayes couldn't play dead. (laughs) I don't remember that. That's one of my favorite movies. Major League 2. Oh, Major League 2. That's why. Jack Parkman. Oh, Major League 2 has got better lines. Not better. It's got just as good a line as fucking Major League 1. Okay. I'm like, I'm I'm trying to remember Major League. No. Yeah. I just fucking remember. What's his name? Pissing on his contract. (laughs) Black Hammer. White Lightning. (laughs) It was fucking Willie Mays Hayes and Jesse Ventura in a movie. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Just, I don't know. Ah, <laughs> uh, another one in the books, man. Yeah, we're almost at thirty. Flying. You can go to hsskpod.com for all things high sticks and super kicks. You want to do something cool? What? Go on Twitter. Yeah. Go to our website. Yeah. And tag three friends. So we're going to have a triple threat podcast? No. Tag three friends about our podcast and maybe they listen and then pay it forward. Tell them to tag three people and spread the word. My God. My God, King David. Just saying. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. <laughs> do you think we could do what? A whole fucking show it with just wrestling, wrestling catchphrases? No. No. I forbid you from doing that. Because <laughs> if I could be serious for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> this could be the best it is, the best it was, the best it ever will be. Why is it Brother. Why is it that we fucking put out the best comedic performance in the last two minutes of the show? Why? Because it makes you keep coming back, right? Absolutely. Damn, it's damn the it. hook. It's the hook that gets you. It's like when you play golf yeah. and you suck for 18 straight holes, but that last shot, you fucking bang! Oh, man, it's great. Now i got to come back and do it again. 
Go to hskpod.com for all your social media stuff. Pick an, and pick a podcast of your choice, iTunes, Spotify, what have you. Set it up on your phone. Set it up on your mom's phone. Tell your mom's, tell your grandmother. Yeah. Just Dude, grab grandma's phone. She don't know. Just go to the fucking iTunes store and just whatever. Push it through. They don't know. Just grab the phone and do it. This is Christopher Walken saying good night and have a good one. Totals. <laughs> <laughs>